We about twinning, helper. We about twinning. Cover wise, am I?
Didn't he say? Didn't he say straight is the way? That's Bible right there. Don't stop me anytime you feel free if I get out of the Bible and don't be talking right and stop me anytime. Because that's what's going to get me there. That's what's going to get you there. Is the way that's called straight. That no way to go.
to seek Him. I believe this morning in the Son of God. I do. I believe in God. I wouldn't be here this morning if I did. I could be that. He's been mighty good to me. There ain't no offense and buts about it. I told Pam just this week, I said, it just still seems like a miracle that I'm even here where I'm at today, Sister B. That I'm even here alive today is a miracle. It's a miracle from God. Amen. It's a miracle from you too. Amen. Amen. Don't take your life lightly. He said it's just as a vapor. We pass it right away. You don't know if you're going to have another meal before you leave this world today. You don't know if you're going to have another meal at 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock. You might be looking for some fried chicken and mashed potatoes and biscuits that you might not never get to see again. Amen. But I'm going to tell you something. If you're ready to go to that other side, he's got a place where he's saying, come and die. Amen. The master.
of sync this morning, but I sure don't feel like I'm out of sync. I can tell you that I feel like I'm right in sync with the Lord this morning. I, I've seen some churches have an advertisement in the paper for a piano player, $30,000 a year. This ain't no lie. I've seen this in the Longburg Exchange. Piano player for the church, $30,000 a year. You know how much that is? That's about $700 a week. $750. That's a lot of money to play three services a week and maybe sometime revivals or camp meetings or whatever. $30,000. And they, they had the man to come in there playing professional. I don't. I ain't never claimed to be a professional at nothing. I'm serving the professional. But this man, they said, y'all need to go get him off of that piano. He, he said, why? He said, that man's reeking of alcohol. They didn't even get a saved piano player for $30,000. They hadn't even got one that had been delivered from alcohol for $30,000. You think that's going to buy your way to heaven, get you a ticket to heaven? No. $30,000. You can buy all the musicians and singers and everything else you want. You think that's going to get the church to heaven? I don't think so. I'd rather sing for God with this old raggedy voice I've got than to listen to some drunk singer up there on the microphone. Our lesson this week is uh, lesson number eight found on page 45, Reference in Worship. That's why I'm telling you this about this other church. This is true facts, Brother Sammy. I know this for true facts. If it was a lie, it was told to me by one of the people that went to church there. That's, that's a true statement. <laughs> Amen. I'm clear of any wrong saying this morning. you got to have reverence in your worship. you got to know what you're doing serving God. You got to have that godly respect, that godly reference. Now, a lot of people say, "Oh, you just got saved because you went through some big ordeal." What's a better reason? There's a guy asked me that way back in the early nineties. Why does everybody go through, go to church, and run to God when they go through some big ordeal? I wish I could have told him right then. I pointed it right to him. I said, when is the best time for you to go to God? When's the best time for me to go to God? When you need Him. In your worst nightmare. That's when you need God. In your darkest hour. That's when God can shine the brightest in your life. Praise the Lord. Look the devil in his eye and tell him just what God gives you. and Just what God's done for you. Amen. Don't let the devil run over you. That's all he wants to do is run over a church, folks. Somebody going to a little old hole in his church that's claiming sanctification and salvation. Amen. The, the Spirit of God is going to be with you if you say you're sanctified. I don't care what the rest of them claiming. You can't find God everywhere. There ain't no reference in a lot of these places they call themselves a church. 
God's people is the church, not this houses that's full of sinners. I can go to the club on Friday night and join up with a bunch of sinners. I didn't have to come join the church to be with a bunch of sinners. And sinners is fine. I love them every one. Don't you get me wrong. But don't claim something you ain't got. Amen. Reverence means the honor and to respect what you got. If it's a relationship with God, have it the right way. Praise the Lord. I didn't get saved to go the wrong way to Jesus. There ain't no sense in getting saved and asking God to deliver you, making promises to God and vows to God. Well, I'm going with this. The Lord will let me. Praise the Lord. I tell you, these lessons stir me up. They stir me up. They really do. A lot of things come to my mind with the help of the Lord because I ain't got much of a brain. If I had, I'd have been a computer programmer today making about $200,000 a year. God didn't pull me out the mold like that. He made me what He wanted me to be to start with and I'm trying my best to be what He wants me to be. How about you? You're supposed to show honor and respect, devotion to God, dedication that's the way you serve God. That background, uh, not background scripture, but uh, the key verse on page 45. Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. You don't have no pride in serving God. You know there's some things God hates, and one of them is a proud look. That's what's wrong with a lot of people. They got too much starch in the clothes. This $150 ties and the $800 suit. They got too much starch in the clothes. And they got too much starch in the religion with God, the relationship with the Lord. What they ought to do is get rid of some of that stuff that weighs them down, that keeps them from having a good, bright relationship with God. Uh, the right relationship. Get rid of some of that junk and bow down and let God know who you are. The Lord, I'm a child this morning needing your help, needing your guidance. Sister B, the first thing I said this morning, I said, Lord, help us today. You ain't promised tomorrow. You think I was joking a while ago when I said something about them mashed potatoes and biscuits? I might not get to them. I said, Lord, help us today. Praise the Lord. Sure, I've got plans for next week. Lord willing, I've got plans later on further down the line of death. But Lord, I'm looking to you today. If you split the mist of skies and come after your people, or if you call me home by the way of the grave, I want to see Jesus and meet him in peace one of these days. Lord, boy, this stuff is so good. It stirs my soul. Amen. I can't hardly help it. Let's turn to page 46. Sister Dana, read that. Ecclesiastes 5, 1 and 2. Keep thy foot 
I, I can tell y'all some things already that lines up with these verses and these scriptures. And, and this goes for the crowd down the road at the church where they're living like the devil. This goes for the whole in this church where they're trying to serve God with sanctification. This goes to the church. They said that biggest church in the country is out there in St. Louis, Missouri. Said they average 26,000 on Sunday morning. I don't know if I've ever been anywhere where they had 26,000 people. We used to go to them big concerts, you know, in Charlotte and Greensboro and Fayetteville. I don't ever believe I've been they don't want to deal with every 26,000 people. That's a lot of people. It don't make a difference where you at. You've got, right, you got to keep yourself lined up with God. He said there, she just read it. Right there in verse 1, be more ready. You've got to be ready with your ears wide open, your heart wide open. You've got to be ready to receive the Lord as He is. Not as you want him to be. You keep your foot when you go to the house of the Lord. You keep your place. You, you ever heard anybody say that? Boy, you keep your place and you won't have to worry about doing the wrong thing. You keep your place. You ever heard that? Boy, they used to talk to you like that, Sister B. Now they say, go ahead and run wild. Go do what you want to. Get out of here. Get out of my face. Take this $20 bill. I don't want to see you before 12 o'clock tonight. Run them out the door. They didn't do us, they didn't do us like that. I remember when I left home, Daddy didn't give me nothing but one word. That's what he told me. He said, I got one word for you, son. I was 19 years old and leave, which he run me off. He told me it was time for me to go. He said, boy, I was working every day out of school. He come in at five. I was getting off at three. I had my feet propped up in the recliner watching TV and all you know. Daddy come in there one day when he hit the end of that, that recliner and pushed it down. I was sitting up in there. He said, boy, big as you is. Man, he's sitting up in here. He said, ain't time for you to get on down the road just like that. And I didn't hold it against him. It was true. I'm about as big as I am now, just about. I was probably weighing 200. This was a little bit smaller. But yeah, I went on down the road. Sure did. I got my money together, my stuff together. Went on down the road. But the point is, there's a time when you got to be ready to do what's right. There's a time when you got to be ready to go on and do what you got to do. You see, you, you don't kick it, God. He said, keep your foot. He said, keep your foot in place. You don't kick it, God. He, he, Jesus told Paul, said, you kicking at the bricks. That's just like kicking in the thorn bushes, in the priors. If you don't think that's tough, go out there and find you a good briar patch. Don't even take your shoes or bridges or nothing off. Your legs, whatever you got, your stockings, your shoes, don't even take them off. Just go out there and kick into some briar bushes. And see how it feels. That's how you're doing when you're kicking against the Lord. Keep thy foot. You've got to, you've got to be responsible for what you do. You say, Brother Darrell, he's always telling us this, and he's always telling us that. I'm trying to help you, mate. I'm trying to give you the right medicine you need so you don't get sick, sir, and 
way to serve God. You better consider yourself. He said he ain't got no pleasure than, than in the sacrifice of fools. Now I hate to say idiots or stupid or somebody ain't got a lick of sense. But fools covers all that stuff. I don't have to. People don't want to say, you you call me an idiot. people jumps up and saying anything and acting any kind of way in the house of God, they're going to have to answer for their actions. Ain't it what it says? Don't be hasty to utter anything before God. He's in heaven and God's upon the earth. He's letting us know that He's God and we need to represent Him. Not what we want or what we think. God, I could jump up here and say a bunch of stuff that that Daryl might would, but I can't do that. I got to try to stay on the subject. God gets us on the subject. We got to kind of try to stay on it. I tell you, I love following the Lord anyway. It makes better sense. It makes a better relationship. It makes a better uh, 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 salvation. It makes better plans for you it, between you and God. It works better. It works better. You ain't got to worry about taking the wrong steps. Keep that foot. You, you, you're stepping in the right direction when you're following the Lord. Let Him lead you. Make sure your life is sanctified. Amen. And you're doing a sanctified deed, a sanctified living. You can grow in sanctification from the time you get saved to the time the Lord takes you out of this world. Brother Samuel, read that uh, verse 3. And then read that paragraph three on page forty seven.
country, everybody depended on the country, canceling this and canceling that, and let the government take care of everybody. That's foolish. That's foolish. These big dreams, I might as well go ahead and say it, Democrats is having, they want to turn this country into a socialist country, like some of them where they come from. Tell me God don't bless us. I, you tell me I ain't got no reason to praise God and serve God in the beauty of holiness. Praise the Lord. I got all right. I believe I got it all right in my head too. I got all right in this world of doors. Praise the Lord. If they come through them doors right now and take this body, I'm going to be like the sister said, I don't mind having dreams of angels. 
Granger Church, getting up in the morning, Lord, look out for us this day. Bless the church this day. Amen. I didn't even want to pray no further than today, Sister Bill. Sure, I'm praying. We went out of town a couple of days next week. Sure, I'm praying for next week. The travel, the summer, job, brother, him, he come out there. Job. That's that's in the future. Pray it, pray it. But you sure better pray, God, to keep you this day. This is the day the Lord has made. Rejoice and be glad in it. serving God. Sister B, read that uh, verse 4 and paragraph 4. God gave him the victory. He prayed and asked him for it. He made the vow. You know what I'm saying today. He made the vow of God. First thing come through my door when I get home, I'll give it to thee. It'll be a sacrifice unto you. And when he got home, his teenage daughter walked out the door and met him. And he said, you have grieved my heart this day. He had to sacrifice that daughter to God. That's a sin to make a vow to God and not keep it. I'm doing stuff this morning. I never made a vow to God and said I would do. That's like teaching this Sunday school class. I never say, Lord, I teach or preach. I never say I do nothing much like that.
Jephthah's Suffer not thy mouth to cause thy flesh to sin. You see, your word sometimes causes the wrong reaction, causes the wrong topic, the wrong subject. You're on the wrong line of fire. Go ahead. Neither suffer thy mouth to cause thy flesh to sin. Neither suffer thy mouth to cause thy flesh to sin. 
can't get it no plainer than that right there. He'll show them to you before they get there. That verse 7 says, For in the multitude of dreams and many words, there are also diverse vanities. But fear thou God. You see, that's where a lot of people's making a mistake these days. They got their mind on a multitude of everything else. And there ain't no fear of God before their eyes. Ain't that what the Bible says about them? There ain't no fear of God before their eyes. They got the mind on everything else but God. 
They look into everything else but God. Sure, if God blesses you, I don't care what you got. It might be, you might be about rich as Samuel. I don't know. Solomon, not Samuel, Solomon. God bless Solomon to have a plenty. But you've got to hold the line no matter what you got. If you ain't got but five cents in your pocket, praise God for it. Praise the Lord. Look on that page 48 in, in the Sunday school book. Look on page 48. Look at that verse 4. He said, Blessed are they that dwell in the house, in thy house. They will be still praising thee. If it's a blessing to you, you go to the house of God and you kick your foot and you kept everything in check and intact. It's a blessing when you get to the house of God. You want to just stay. I told Sister Tim a few years ago, I said, you know what we'll do? I said, we'll move up there to the church and just sell this place out. We'll just stay right there at the church. I tell you, it feels such a heavenly idea. Being, see, like just coming up to the church and banking it up, cleaning up the yards. It's a blessing that I'm breaking God's air and being able to do it. And I know him. God be a blessing to God. God be a blessing to you. It works that way. He said if you bless the others, that he would bless you. That might not be the exact words, but he'll he'll put a blessing on you for doing good. You, you might give a hundred dollars. The next thing, next thing you know, you might have a thousand in your pocket. God works that way. He works in mysterious ways, not the devil. Somebody said one time the devil worked in mysterious ways. No, he don't. The devil's going to do something wrong all the time. It don't make no difference what it is. He's telling you to grow the wrong way. Why do you think all these rock singers and musicians and stars and all all the time you hear about them hanging a cell, shooting a cell, overdosing. They ain't happy with that money. They do everything the devil wants them to do to get to where they at. And then the devil says, you can't get no further. This is far as you're going. You got $200 million. You got uh, uh, 40 million followers on Facebook and uh, whatever. This is far as you can go. You might as well just go ahead and kill yourself. Friends, O.D. Michael Jackson, O.D. They felt like he would take about 50 pills in the morning when he got up. 50 pills night when he laid down, something like that. You ain't doing that but killing yourself. Harold. What about that fellow out there that all the girls love so much in the, in the, in the high dollar porch that really souped up for racing? And he had the race car driver driving, driving. They crashed in that thing, burned up, boy, it looked like a, a rusted tin can where it had burned up and chewed up and tore up. And both of them got killed there about five, six, eight years ago. I don't even know his name. 
relationship with God. I don't care what you got. God can bless you and keep you with $50 million just like he can keep you making $5 an hour. If you'll follow him, he'll guide you. He'll lead you. He said, for a day in thy courts is better than a thousand. I'd rather be the doorkeeper in the house of the Lord than to dwell in the tents with the wicked. Huh? I'd rather open that door every Sunday morning and cut these lights on and air conditions on and God bless me than to go to a church where there's 26,000. You think they'd give me any kind of recognition if I walked in out there to St. Louis, Missouri, that big church? They said it looked like a big coliseum. It don't look like a church. It looked like a big coliseum. It's a big. They wouldn't recognize you. Only when they come by with a big trash bucket, big gallon buckets taking up the offer. Here you go, brother. Good to see you this morning, brother. Good to see you this morning, brother. dollars a week, I'm sure. They don't want to take up no two or three hundred. If they went around there and got two or three hundred dollars, they want to know who stole their money right there in front of them. Which one of y'all took that money out of them buckets? They'd had a law out there in, in S, SCI and everything else. take up all year. But that's all. I, I got the Lord on my side. I tell you what, folks. Be where God is, no matter what the climate, no matter what the prestige. If you'll go on in Ecclesiastes 5 and 9, I believe it is. If you'll go on and look, Ecclesiastes 5 and 9, if you still got your Bibles open. Moreover, the prophet of the earth is for all. The king himself is served by the field. Where do you think the king gets his food from? He don't snap his finger. I can't snap mine. He don't snap his, snap his finger in a plate of vegetables, in a plate of steak, and strawberries and whipped cream. And you know, he don't snap his finger off. Even the king himself is fed by the field. The earth is for the profit of all. Just because he got more power and more prestige and more money. You think I supposed to shut up about Jesus? Let him walk in the door. I tell him the same thing you're hearing this morning. Amen. You need to give his heart to God. Amen. There ain't nothing wrong with being a sinner. You just ain't saved. Amen. That's the only thing wrong with being a sinner. You just ain't saved. You need to be saved. That's all. All you need is Jesus. Praise the Lord. Let him teach you God. That's who got a hold of my heart about years ago. When I didn't know the preacher. When I didn't know the deacon. The Sunday school teacher. And I didn't know the church neither. But God got a hook in my heart one day and said, boy, you got to get saved. And he spoke my heart. I ain't been the same ever since. Praise Lord. I'm like Paul. I'd rather be a fool for Christ than to leave him. That's right. If I 
I've got to leave God, God let, let me be in heaven when I leave you. Let me, when, when I leave this earth. If I've got to leave God here in this earth, let me go on to heaven. All right, we appreciate everybody this morning. Any questions or comments? All right, come back every Sunday morning. God bless you. Let's go on with the service. Has anybody got a birthday this week? Let's take up the birthdays and uh, birthdays and anniversaries. Any birthdays or anniversaries? Show respect toward your elders. He said, Them that worked and labored in the house of God showed him double honor. Praise the Lord. Tell me, Brother Robert Lee, that worked in the house of God. Sister Pam didn't tell me he went and borrowed money. He'd go borrow money to keep the church going, borrow money to pay his tithes and pay that back. There's some people that sit at home right now got hundreds of dollars in the pocket and won't make their step to come, and it don't cost them their dime. If, if, if they had Jesus on their mind, there wouldn't even be no sitting room this morning, just between your family and mine. You wouldn't have a sitting room. There'd be some in the choir. Sitting up here in the choir, we'd have folding chairs out back there. Praise the Lord. Is that all the birthdays? No anniversaries? Alright, All right, well we'll sing the birthday song next week when we got uh, uh, Sister Lisa here to play for us. Let's do our dropping pennies. Can we do that? Let's sing dropping pennies. Saint dropping pennies. Amy, she's got a bag full of money up here. I hate to miss dropping pennies. This is from Sister Dana. I'm just oh, that's from Dana. Mm-hmm. Well, Dana, she, she's I'm got just a, it out. <laughs> well, Dana, she's got a bag of pennies and money up here. Mm-hmm. Let's sing dropping pennies. Y'all help me get these children mine on doing something for the Lord. Come on. Let's sing dropping pennies. Y'all help me now.
Verse 20, the second Samuel, chapter 6, and verse 20. Y'all pray for me. Help me this morning. Second Samuel, chapter 6. We start with verse 20. Then David returned to bless his household. And Michal, the daughter of Saul, came to meet David and said, How glorious was the king of Israel today, who uncovered himself today in the eyes of the handmaidens of his servants, and one of, as one of the vain fellows shamelessly uncovered himself. 
And David said unto Michelle, It was before the Lord which chose me before thy father and before all his house to appoint me ruler over the people of the Lord, over Israel. Therefore will I play before the Lord, and I will yet be more vile than thus, and will be based in mine own sight, and of the maidservants which thou hast spoken of, of them shall I be had in honor. Therefore Michelle, the daughter of Saul, had no child until the day of her death. I'm going to read verse 22 again. And I will yet be more vile than thus, and will be based in mine own sight, and of the main servants which thou hast spoken of, of them shall I be had in honor. Now, if you will, turn over with me to Job. Chapter 16. And start with verse 1. Job chapter 16. In verse 1. Then Job answered and said, I have heard many such things, miserable comforters are ye all. Shall vain words have an end, or what emboldeneth thee that thou answerest? I also could speak as ye do, of your soul were, if your soul were in my soul stead. I could heap up words against you and shake my head at you. Thank you, Missy. Thank you for those that can stand. That word vile means extremely unpleasant and disagreeable, Brother Sandy. He told Michelle, he said, I was chosen before your father was chosen. I was chosen before you were chosen. And what I'm called to do is what I will do, no matter what you or anybody else says about it, Brother Sandy. You know, sometimes... The Lord asks us, us things that we aren't sure we won't do. Things we say, Lord, I don't know if I can do that. Lord, I don't know if I should do that. Lord, I don't know if I should be that way. That might, I might be embarrassed. What if nobody believes me? Nobody, what if nobody listens to me? Thus, when we were first called to preach, did you think those same things? I thought that same thing. He first called me when I was nine, and I said, nobody believes me. So I ran Brother Kevin, for six years because I said, nobody will believe me if I tell them. But David said, I tell you that I was called before you were. I know more about it than you do. And so don't you question anything that I do because I was called before you were. Come on now. Help me out here, Sister Pam. He said, I will be even more vile than you think I was this time. This time, this was nothing. I'll be worse the next time I get my chance. Brother Sammy, we're not fighting to make a 70. You don't want to make a 70. Anytime you've been in school and in class, you don't want to make a 70. A 70 is a bad grade, Sister Dina. You don't want the Lord to pull out your report card on Judgment Day and it's full of 70s. 70s is right before failing. It ain't passing and it ain't failing. It's that mark right there in the middle where you all don't want to be. He said, if you was cold, I could stand you. If you was hot, I could love you. But if you was lukewarm, I couldn't take it. David said, I'm working. 99 and a half won't do. I'm striving to make a hundred. The next time you see me will be even more unhappy. 
stand up. We ought to stand up for a song like that. Reverence to the grace we've been saved by. Because it's amazing grace. Sister Karen preached a message one time that said it was precious to hold it because it was valuable. And that we might lose it, Sister B, if we don't guard it with all that we have. Brother Sammy, you're not fighting for a new car. Sometimes paying them bills gets tough. You have to wonder. I was wondering last week, I said, Lord, where's money going to come from? Where's groceries going to come from? Where's the light bill going to come from? Where's the internet bill going to come from? How am I going to pay gas? But I'm not fighting to live in this world. I'm fighting to live in that world. It's a more important battle for your soul than any battle down here worth fighting. It's more important, Brother Sammy, the battle we fight for our soul than any battle. Straying. 
I'm not turning around and I'm not stopping and saying, no matter what you put in front of me, I've made up my mind, I'm headed to my journey home. I'm not working here to make a 70. I'm not trying to make a 60. I'm not trying to make a 50. He said 99 and a half would not do. There's going to be a lot of them standing at the gate at 99.9999. And it won't be entered in. It's 100%. It's all your strength. object that is worth you losing your soul. Sister Dana, it's all or nothing. David said, I'd be worse next time. Brother Jonathan, it's easy to be like everybody else. That's easy. Everybody else is smoking. Everybody else is drinking. Look at people our age. Y'all know Everybody else is doing all kinds of stuff. I ain't doing all kinds of stuff. I'm strange. And I like it. It keeps me out of trouble, Brother Jonathan. It keeps the Lord. I got a friend and a protector and a guide. When I need to talk to somebody and nobody else is around, I don't have to go lay on the street drunk and try to forget my problems. I go to the big man upstairs and get all my problems solved. It's worth it. The journey is more they're worth it. Sister Dina, you'll never come to a time in your life where I don't know if it's been worth it. It's been worth it, Brother Sammy. It's been worth it. You get more rewards and more blessings than you do having to go through any trial or tribulation. He said, he wakes me up every morning. Sister Dana, he don't have to do that. He don't owe that to us. But we shall owe him. He said, I've been glorified. The world should agree with you, and you should agree with the world. If the two of you are on one accord, then you're off accord. You know how? And here's Grandma Peggy sometimes. We get playing in the wrong key. Sometimes we sing in the wrong key. Sometimes Brother Jonathan, you and Mama, might beat them drums on the wrong beat. You don't want to be on the wrong beat. Now, I appreciate the Lord this morning. I know it was sort of a simple message, but it, it's a reminder, Sister Dana. It's a reminder. In the world we live in today, you don't let nobody stop you. You don't let nobody hinder you. You don't let nobody sway you. This is between you and God. And whoever's in the way of you and God has got to move. Got to move. I appreciate the Lord and I appreciate y'all. Went down there to Sister B's house the other day and she had her sign out.